The Tokyo Olympics are here, no doubt about it. Hello, I'm Ed Hula, and thanks for joining me on this first edition of the Tokyo Report, a daily podcast during the Games. I'll have news of the day, personal observations, and chats with athletes, media, and people behind the scenes of the Tokyo Olympics. For me, these games are the first since Barcelona I will not cover in person. While I've been to Tokyo many times in connection with the Olympics, it's a great disappointment not to be there. The complications of COVID make it just better for me to stay in Atlanta. These are also the first Olympics under a new editor-in-chief for Around the Rings. Please welcome Sebastian Fest, who is very much in Tokyo and providing great writing and perspective under the unusual conditions facing the media in Tokyo. With the competition just getting underway, we'll hear from Sebastian and other media in the next few days on what it's like to cover the Tokyo Olympics, or as they might be referred to in the future as games like no other. The absence of spectators will be one of the most striking differences in Tokyo compared with past games. We're already getting a taste of what it's like with the open of play in softball, football, and rowing. While crowds are often on the low side in these early rounds, the silence we hear from the grandstands is palpable. And it's going to get more obvious this weekend at swimming and gymnastics, events that would ordinarily be sold-out venues, and they are among the most noisy as far as crowds are considered at the Olympics. Mandatory mask wearing is the other noticeable exception COVID has wrought on these games. When we look at photographs of past Olympics, it'll be pretty easy to pick out the games of Tokyo 2020, or 2021 as it were. Everybody's wearing a mask. Athletes, media, officials, volunteers, all under the rule of the protocols that make masks be worn everywhere. Serious violations could result in credentials being stripped, and we've already seen some athletes going without masks. COVID infections could imperil team events or might even force medal contenders into quarantine that could make them miss the events for which they've trained for years. Major controversies could erupt over the timing of these protocol enforcements. That's one of the things we'll be watching in the coming days. The Friday infection account in Tokyo was 1,359. That's 600 fewer than the day before but the numbers are still expected to climb, peaking sometime in August. So far, about 100 Olympic credential holders have tested positive for the virus since July 1st. There were 19 new cases announced Friday. Outside of COVID watch, anticipation builds for the possibility of protests by athletes. Some may be within the rules of the IOC. Others may test the limits of tolerance for the IOC rules. And the U.S. Olympic and Paralympic Committee has been put on notice by at least one member of Congress that U.S. athlete protests could provoke a call to sack the entire U.S. OPC Board of Directors. Saturday brings the first medal rounds of the Olympics. Women's 10-meter air rifle should be the first medals awarded sometime late Saturday morning. Road cycling, weightlifting, taekwondo, fencing, and judo will be among the medal events to follow on the 20 events on the calendar set for Saturday. U.S. First Lady Jill Biden will spend her last day in Tokyo, 
hosting a viewing party at the U.S. Embassy for the U.S.-Mexico softball match. Then she'll attend the U.S. game in 3x3 basketball and the first night of swimming. So it goes for the opening day of the Tokyo Olympics and our first edition of the Tokyo Report podcast. I'm Ed Hula, and we'll be back tomorrow. Your best source of news about the Tokyo Olympics is AroundTheRings.com.